Welcome once again to the Ashy Knuckles podcast. We got your host as usual, myself, Brian W., uh, my boy Moses, Marky G in the house, as always, co-host status. And we got two special guests tonight. This guy is becoming a regular. I'm a big fan. My man, Manimal. What's up, G? What's up? What's up? Glad to be back. All right, let's uh let's let's punch some more bricks, get these ashy knuckles going. That's what's up. That's what's up. Man, all the way <laughs> on bricks. Oh man. man, my man said that's very good, but brick don't hit back. <laughs> oh, the din mech. We got talking about the din mech. We gotta hit that Mortal Kombat and hit, hit some ice cubes, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, was extreme. They was really like just destroying a, a fucking Corolla. This, <laughs> this is a safe place to park right here. I'm going to park my car here for the night. Bro, I just love that shit when you smash that shit at the end and they show the credits and the final fight guy rolls up and he's like, oh my car. <laughs> Go home and be a family man. Oh, Bro, the shit talking at the end of the, the countdown and shit, Guile. <laughs> Yes, go home to your family, man, dog. That man say, have a few kids, drink a couple cold ones, work on your real skills. You know what I'm saying? You ain't ready for this life. This ain't for you. This ain't for you. Yo, introduce our uh, other special guest. Oh, my man, Kevin. Kevin. Kevin's in the house, Black Coach. You know me? What's up, dog? Yeah, what's up, man? It's your boy, Black Coach. You know Follow me on Twitter, Black underscore Coach. You know me? Been an MMA fan since middle school, 2004, going on at least 10 plus years at this point. Huge fan. Hell yeah. We watched so many scraps. Uh, collectively, I think we probably watched over, I would say over 10,000 fights. Easy. Collectively. Um, <clears throat> Got a good one, man. Last week's card, we, we may see a guy from last week's card holding that motherfucking strap soon. I like this dude. Yeah. He's, young he's, and he's a very dangerous individual. You can't really train for him. His style is unorthodox. Like we said last week, he's very unique. Hands down. In the words of B-Boy Manimal, <clears throat> ese tipo es violente, which... Uh -huh. Which translates in English to that dude is violent. <laughs> that man is no joke, bro. Like I, the elbows he landed, the, the ending sequence, because listen, Reyes was getting punished, bro. Like he was, <clears throat> Reyes's game, I give him that, I give him credit for that. He stuck in there and he 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 was getting picked apart. He was firing back in the uh, first round. He definitely was. And like um, Yuri got a chin because he's, he's able to, uh, Take take a few of like Reyes's best shots. Not really yeah. his best shots, but he took some hard shots from Reyes. I don't think Reyes caught him like with. I mean, obviously, we've seen Reyes in fights with his hardest shots. Um, however, we know two things about Yuri Prashaka. We know that he can take a shot, and we know he can finish fights. Because that sequence that he used to end the Reyes fight was nasty. He came with the. Right elbow over the top, and then uh, right elbow over the top, and then spinning back elbow, spinning back elbow to finish. And man, like he was look, Reyes was out, out, 
That was a walk-off knockout, and that was definitely my Ashley Knuckle moment of the week. But that was a walk-off. That was one of those walk-offs where you're like, you're safe. He, he done. No follow-up strikes necessary. No, so he was D.E.D. Yeah. <laughs> D.E.D., bro. Ain't no coming back from that. That man was gone. Um, yeah, I think he's going to probably be the next guy getting a uh, fight. And that's the, the champion. Thing. Well, the champion's tied up, right? He's fighting Glover. It's the old mm-hmm. guy fight. Yeah, daddy. Listen, if you over 40, this is your Super Bowl. You got think, the old Wait a minute. How old, old is uh, Yan? 39? Or is he 40? Let's just find out. I, I, want, I would say, if I were to guess, I would say Yan is, I would say Blahovich is probably 38. If I would guess. I was thinking 39, like 40, but. 38. I think 38 sounds good to me, too. What does right. his profile say? 38 years old. Yeah, that makes sense. Just um, turned 38. And Glover's what, 43, 41? Glover's up there. Old man. He's definitely 40. Mm, he's killing it. He's killing it. Yeah, he's he's on a resurgence. Like 41. 41? Ever since that ever since he had that fight, I'd say he had a couple fights that I thought, you know, he looked good, but maybe he's a little bit outmatched, like the John Jones fight. Um and the glove under the, the Alexander Gustafson fight, he looked a little bit outmatched in that one. And I wouldn't say, I think, from a technical standpoint, they were just above him in a striking game and they were able to land stuff that he couldn't really do much against because Glover's more of a boxer only with his stand up. And I think, um, the length of John Jones and Gustafson gave him issues. But ever since then, man, he look, he's looked pretty good against the cream of the crop in 205. So I don't even know if we're not talking and new with that one. I, I mean, Blahovich is a badass. Don't get it. Don't yeah, power. Yes, he does. College power. <laughs> he Legendary. has good grappling, too. Underrated guy. He got a lot of submissions in his, um, in his career. I think he has what? I think he has as many submissions as he has knockouts. And we're back. Sorry, our friendly robot decided to take their own personal break. Hey, man. <clears throat> Craig does what he wants. Um, this <clears throat> animal, man. AI. Skynet. It's happening. <laughs> can't happen. Singularity. It's time. This time is becoming self-aware. Craig is like, man, I don't get paid to do this, so I'm out of here. No, it hurt Glover to share and fucking left. He threw the papers behind him. I'm out. Nope. <laughs> well, if you look at Glover's past, like notable wins, he got notable wins over Tiago's uh, <clears throat> Tiago Santos. He got him by submission. He um knocked the teeth out of uh, Anthony Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we saw how Anthony Smith recently looked. He not he took he, he took Jimmy Crew. He stopped Jimmy Crew's uh, hype train. Jimmy Crew was oh, yeah. the other one that was you know pushing for that title um, shot with the he's like what eleven wins in a row something like that. And Anthony Smith said not happening. Do um, you think uh, Yuri should take a fight in the meantime while he's waiting? 
for I this uh, fight in August to transpire and figure out who he's going to fight? Or do you think he should sit it out? That's a good question. That's the actual question that I've been uh, kind of like, should it happen? Because I, I would rather, I would like to see him and Rackage for sure. That's the fight they should make. Yeah. Yes. I'll give you a clear cut number one contender. However, I agree with that. However, what's the what's the health status of both guys? Is is um you know is Rackage able to compete right now? He didn't have. I mean, he had a five round, a three rounder. No, he had a five rounder, right? That was a three rounder against uh, Santos. That was three rounder. Okay. I don't think either one of them took too much damage. No, and you can if you can line it up to where it gives whoever becomes a champion because you know, like, what if this? What if Glover wins this thing? And oh, yeah. You know, he might retire, man. He's getting That's up there. Very true. Very true. I think he, he might try to defend it once and then retire. He's either one or two gone. Like He's either going to win this fight and defend it once, or he's going to lose this fight and retire. There's also a chance, I, I feel, that this could be a rubber match situation where, you know, say Glover comes out and he wins a close one. Do you give Blahovich, you know, a shot to get it back in a rubber I, match? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. He, I mean, he only beat a middleweight. He defended his title mm. against a middleweight. Correct. So he, he didn't clean out the division. Well, he beat Rez, right? Like he got, he beat Rez at that time was considered because everybody um, felt like Rez looked so good against Jones that he was the clear cut guy, like the next guy to be the, the champion once Jones left. And then, you, you know, I think all that hype went to his head, man. I think so. I think so too. Especially the way yeah. he handled it. He was, he made it seem like uh, I won that fight. I'm like, nah, man, like even if you did, if you feel like you got the best of him, where were you in the championship rounds? Because like in the, in the fifth round is to me that's why I think a lot of it gets a lot of credit from judges. Because you're thinking about it as a, like a regular fight, right? If there's no time limit, you just go like, okay, you got 25 minutes, no rounds. The guy who's winning at the end will probably continue winning if the clock don't stop. And if you don't turn it on, you can't get your opponent out of there. Obviously, if you have a big showing in the fifth. It's telling of the whole fight in a way, you know. Anybody can start off fast, or anybody can catch a good moment in between. But if you can carry that like dominance into the fifth round, fourth and fifth round, the championship rounds, then that's how you seal a title, and that's how you, in some ways, steal a title. And we I, we saw that before in history, because I remember a certain fight that I thought was extremely close, but the challenger did enough in the closing rounds. Surprisingly, leg kicks too, which at the time weren't getting as much respect. But he was able to take the belt from the champion, and that was on um, Force Griffin versus um, Rampage. Dude, I knew you was gonna say that when I heard leg kicks. Well, I was like, it's gotta be that one. Yeah. Well, you gotta hurt his feelings like that. It was that was a really close fight on on paper and on the scorecards, but Force landed so many leg kicks in those fights. Yeah, he leg kicked them to death. You chop that tree. <laughs> And he was able to <laughs> close, like usually a close decision goes to the champ, like usually, like if, if you don't do enough to like overwhelm the champion, 
it's hard to pass the belt on to a contender if you didn't like fuck him up. You had to like pretty much either finish him or you gotta be dominant, at least most of the rounds. Especially the championship rounds. Alright, so what what do you guys think Reyes does now since he's lost three in a row? Uh look, he's gonna have to come he's gonna have to figure some stuff out. Anthony Smith? You I was thinking that, but I wanted to check if they fought before. Tiago Santos? I don't think so. It used to be three and done. What happened? Uh, he's well, lost literally to nothing but good fighters. Correct. He's only he's because he's only been fighting like he fought for the title. He fought John Jones for the title. He lost. Then he um fought for the game. vacant title. He fought for the vacant title against uh Jan. Which he got, and he you gotta understand, he got knocked out in that one, and then he got knocked out in the the past one. So he went lost, knockout, knockout, and the one against Prashak. Is it Prohashka? How do you pronounce that? It's Hashka. Hashka. Prohashka. What? I don't know for sure, but (laughs) we'll just call him Prohashka. His name is Yuri. O R C H A Z K A. I'm gonna call him Mr. Hittable. Yuri. (laughs) Because that's the thing that I've seen so far in his two fights in the UFC is he's very aggressive and he can take a hit, but he is very, very hittable. He does not have much of a defense at all. He headbutt the punch, bro. I told you. you. Oh, Mr. Dumpling. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Dumpling. Are you calling how he looks? You seen how he looks with the haircut? He got the Tom Poe, but it's like an antenna. (laughs) I think me, me, bro, he kind of um he's kind of like a 205 version of Gaethje. He's super technical. From the standpoint of like his what he's trying to do to you offensively, he's extremely technical in it. Like he he set up he sets up like all of his strikes as evidence with that elbow to elbow that he finished he closed off Reyes with. That was that was pretty sick. And he sets up a lot of his shots off of that what Mark calls uh that hittableness. Cause he that sticks his head out there and kind of like, oh, you got me, you can hit me, and then he'll pull back and then slide and then do all kinds of stuff. But he so. doesn't dodge very many of them. He eats a lot of shots. Like, yeah. Dominic Reyes was hitting him with a lot of shots, but since he was on his back foot most of the time, it just took a lot of that power out. It's just, I, I'm just saying, out of the two, like, I saw highlights of that fight, and then the first fight he had with uh, Ozemir, he is very, very hittable. And, and Ozemir was able to crack him, too. Um, don't Jesus he- Christ. The, the thing that I have, the reason why I think uh, he might be a contender for the belt and a legitimate contender for the belt is he's really good at rolling with the strikes. Like those, he is, he does get hit, but he's, he gets hit in a way that he's not going to get hurt or finish. Like he'll take the shot, but he'll roll off of it. Kind of like Silva did back in the day when he was, you know what I mean? When he was still playing around, you would get him and you would hit him, but you wouldn't be able to put him away. Yuri's able to do that too. But he's doing it more in a forward pressure style. He's not really mm-hmm. hanging back and waiting to counter. He's waiting for you to fuck up. That's why yeah. I'm I'm a little worried about him. Like I think he can be champion. I really do. I'm not I'm not trying to knock him too much. I'm just seeing the one problem that I see in his tactics is with that forward pressure and trying to do that style. 
normally when you're trying to dodge like that, you're more of a counter puncher. You're on your back foot so you can jump out of the way really quickly and roll out of the way and then come back with a counter. But since he's going forward with all this power and this pressure, if he hit somebody like, I know they're two different divisions, but if he had somebody like Stipe who's really good at power punching on his back foot, he's done. He'll get caught real easy if he eats one of those. That's fair. And I I think, um, look, I don't think it's a good idea to trade. I think you should put yourself in a position to hit and not be hit as much as you can. Um, I look at, he's also, Porchaka is also a heavy kicker. And that might play a factor against um, some of the wrestlers at 205 because he throws a ton of kicks. Uh, He did it in both fights we just mentioned. But, like, I don't see that many. I, I haven't seen him on his back yet. I haven't seen him fight from um, against a top-tier wrestler who's, like, forcing Who him. is the wrestlers that are top-tier in 205 right now? Well, like actual um, wrestlers. There, there aren't any pure, like, grapplers that are just, like, uh, like your traditional sense. Like, like a DC or John Jones, right? Right. No, there's not mm-hmm. that. But there's a couple guys who, who can turn that on. At yeah. and just be like, okay, I'm going to wrestle. Can you stop it? Um, Blahovich is one of those guys. He has the grappling mm-hmm. ability to, to, to take the fight to the ground from his wrestling and then hold you there if, if need be. If you can't stop him from holding you there, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, Ray has never fought uh, Anthony Smith, so that might be the next fight happening, or Tiago Santos from Reyes. I can see either one of those fights being built. I think Reyes. Smith fought uh, Santos before, didn't he? Uh, yep, he did. Smith did fight Santos. He lost? So Reyes would be it. That's a good one. Did he? I can't remember the result of that one. I, I want to a part of me feels like um, Reyes won that fight because Reyes got the title not soon after that. Yeah, Reyes got the TKO. Against Santos? No, against Smith. Not Reyes. Santos got the TKO against Smith. That's what I'm thinking. Right. Anthony Smith and Thiago Santos have already they already fought. I, <clears throat> but um, Reyes versus Smith could oh, be. Oh, he lost? Okay, Anthony Smith did lose to Tiago Santos. Yep. Mm-hmm. He got TKO'd. But that was at middleweight. It could have been because all three of those guys were middleweights. No, uh, I'm looking at it right now. It was at middleweight. Yeah, because he had his uh, debut at light heavy against good old Rashad. Yep, and that's when he did the elbow <laughs> and the knee. That was nasty. I'm glad to get the 205 divisions got life in it again. Man, this there's so many guys now, man. Like, there's legit uh, a top five now. Like, the top five is they can all be champion too. So that's exciting. Yep, that's super exciting. <clears throat> and what that wasn't a possibility when John Jones was around. It, nope. <laughs> nope, nope. Not nearly as much. Nope. I mean, it, the guys were still good. They just weren't beating John. Like yeah. they were, and that's kind of what we talked about a little bit last week about um, Amanda Nunez and her division. 
and also Valentina Shevchenko in her division. Is it that those girls aren't talented or is she just so much more talented that she just beats every contender and it doesn't matter? She's just running laps around everybody. But if you remove Valentina, how competitive is that division? If you remove Amanda, how many different champions will hold that strap? And that's what we're seeing, I guess. We, we, we It looks like we're going to see that in the 205 division because for, I mean, since I started watching uh, the UFC, there were only five or six 205-pound champions before John Jones. And then since then, it was like Jones for a long time until he recently just went to heavyweight. Then he beat all the former champions. Yep. All mm-hmm. He beat all the former and current. And then he started beating down the new new age fighters. And he started beating some guys twice. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah. know, like, look, I, I definitely think the 205 division, I don't think back in when he was, when Jones was in it, a lot of those guys were there too. Like, there was a lot of those, um, they were like, they were competing at middleweight. But there was also um, some, a lot of formidable guys for Jones to, to, to test Jones' crown. Gustafson's a big example of that. I think Gustafson can be a Hall of Famer. Um, he wasn't, he was never able to secure the strap, but. Yeah, every time he he had a, he had a, he put I, I I think he did the most damage to Jones in that first fight though. Yes. Oh, Nobody of both that. both With Jones that. and DC said their hardest fights and their most beat up they've been was against Alexander Gustafson. I be, I believe that DC got fucked up after Gustafson, and mm-hmm. he owed Gustafson. Personally. If it wasn't for John Jones on Gustafson Rise, he was easily going to take John Jones' place as top of that division. Period. Like he would have been champion if it wasn't for John Jones. Yep, I think 100%. he's one B. I think he, to me, he's just in the same spot as Whitaker is to Adesanya. Whereas he's going to beat everybody else in the division, but just fall a little bit short against the that champion because like just the, that matchup. That guy's a little bit better. Like, you know, it's, it is what it is. There comes a time for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, you know, McGregor, there comes a time for, like, Usman, there, there'll be a time for him. Edisanya, they'll all lose. Anderson Silva, you know, what? whoever you name, the greatest, the best, whatever, time catches up to everyone. Absolutely. <clears throat> Except for if you get your met, like, uh, like your, your boy Khabib and get out while the getting's good. Yeah, um, and that's that's why I don't really give Khabib that goat status that you give all the other guys in that mention. If you think about Anderson Silva ran middleweight for 10, 10 plus years, Jose Aldo ran the lightweight division for featherweight, featherweight, featherweight for like ten plus years. Jones, like they were going through generations of fighters. So was like GSP. Even if you're going to mention all these like top greats, they went through generations of fighters. Like GSP got a few blemishes, and that's fine. I I think that's that's to me like having the loss doesn't mean as much. Like I I know in boxing when you have that undefeated stigma, it's like oh man, the guy's untouchable. But to me, uh, it's like more interesting to see guys take bad fights that don't make any sense, lose and come back and be able to still be dominant. You know, like um, GSP is a good example, I think, for that. 
because the Seraphite was a big is a huge upset, but you know, a lot of top tier fighters when they're when they're wrecking everybody's shit, they can lose that one fight and then completely fall off. Kind of like look at Ronda Rousey, for example. But oh, BJ just, Penn. BJ Penn was a fucking monster, dude. He, and he would never, <laughs> this dude never trained, right? And then he would lose, but he would come back and, st- and he would like body Matt Hughes, uh, <laughs> right, for the belt at 170. Didn't even fucking practice. <laughs> he was jumping out of pools, drinking Coronas. <laughs> no, what he did, it was uh, he drank beer and ate hot dogs <laughs> to make 170. No, for real. Yeah. That's what the beer and hot dogs. I swear, mm-hmm. that's that. That was his training camp. Beer and hot dogs, bro. That's BJ a good training Penn, camp. BJ Penn fought Machida at heavyweight. <laughs> exactly. You know, what BJ, I'm Penn, BJ Penn fought everybody. He's outside, still fighting outside the UFC. <laughs> I think it's a great BJ Penn has to legit be the pound for pound. Goat, just because he's the only one that's tried it. I, I think I think um, BJ Penn's a Hall of Famer in my mind. Dude, he's he's probably fighting somebody right now in Hawaii outside of <laughs> yeah, that ass on the concrete on the yeah. asphalt. You, you, you're getting thrown out of bars and doing all kinds of nonsense over there, man. Have they not already put him in the Hall of Fame? I don't think so. He should. Well, I'm, if he's not, he I think he should be. Well, I, I'm pretty sure he should. He pretty sure he is. I mean, he's a he's a lightweight champion for a long time. He, like I said, he. He fought the who's who. He's as if you look at qualifications for being, you know, a Hall of Famer, he has to check all the boxes. Yeah. He's done everything you could do. Especially in at least the pioneer division. Two two thousand fifteen. Right. That's when he was inducted? Yes. Or I'm looking, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's where I um I come to <clears throat> I know that era from 205 that Jones was in where he was dominant. Probably didn't they, there was a lot of guys that, you know, could have been a champion, saying not had Jones not been there. But really, man, right now, these top five, all of them have a shot to hold that strap. Like legit. And Yuri Pohachka could be one of those five to go with um, Alexander Rakic and, you know, Anthony Smith still. I think he can beat any one of those guys on any night. And Silken Santos. So we'll see how it shakes out. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in it. And I'm not even counting Glover Teixeira out, bro. He's OG, man. Like, There's – a, a big part of me that feels like he has a really, really good chance of winning this. Like he wants it bad. I like. I like. I, I kind of want it to happen. Like I just want that feel-good story. I want that 205 Michael Bisbing story. Been at it forever, tried his hardest, but just kept falling short. But finally gets it, and then retires. That's uh, what, like Brian said earlier. Everybody gets their time. And sometimes right. if you hang around the game long enough, there's an opportunity where you can have that gold is up for grabs and you can be the one to grab it. Happened for Bisbing when he took on Rock we knocked out Luke Rockhold. So and Luke Rockhold 
beat the brakes off Chris Wyman to get that belt. Oh, so, right. You know what I mean? Like, you just you never know. And this, he's doing it at a late age. He's, what, like I said, 41 now? Would, would he be the oldest champion if he were to gain a strap? Well, how old was Randy Couture? How I think he might have been 42. Randy yeah. Cortez? When he won the title. His last title was the heavyweight title, right? Yeah. Cortez? Randy Cortez. <laughs> yes, he uh, was the victim of Brock Lesnar. But he did he lose the 205 championship to Chuck before that? Chuck took the belt from Randy Couture. Yeah, that was way back. Yeah, that was way back, dude. And, <coughs> until, and yeah. then Rampage had to be Iceman. So, yeah, that was like. I remember how he got the belt. It had to been like 90, 2000, uh, 2002, I guess. I'm guessing. Man, I'm not going to lie. I hated watching Chuck fight, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I respected him for what he did. No, you know what I'm man. saying? I, I hate seeing him fight. I hated his uh, his window. Oh! <laughs> and he would run around with his arms. <laughs> Yo. You know who killed that was uh, when Anderson Silva did the impression of uh, Chuck. The victory oh. uh, dances. Yo, he killed that shit. Nikitor <laughs> was 43 when he won the heavyweight championship. 43? Jesus. 43. It was 45. Oh, R.I.P. Shoulder blades. <laughs> you <Yo, laughs> guys are twisted, bro. Yeah, Chuck knocked out Randy twice. Yeah. He won the belt off him. Then he went on his uh, streak of defending the belt. He'd be, he be uh, Babaloo. Oh, so bro. Hey, speaking of uh, nicknames, you guys were all—you guys missed all the best ones from the last episode. Axe murderer. I just wanted to say I listened to the podcast and I was like, man, you guys missed the best nicknames. They didn't want to add no names, bro. Mongolian murderer, bro. Babalu. Best name. Babalu, right there. That's a, that's another good nickname. There's so all right. So this is, he won't be the oldest champion if he were to take the um, belt from Blovich. If I mean, look, if Glovich and Sherry can pull off pull it off, that still would be a good story, like Mark said. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I don't know if he would retire though, because I think if he's in the game this long, he still loves it. He's been he's been in the game for a long time, even though Randy Couture won the belt at forty three or forty. However old he was, 45 or 43? 43. So he won the belt at 43. He didn't compete. Randy Couture started competing late, too. I think he started when he was 36 or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Glover's been in the game for a long time. He's been, you know, he hasn't. He didn't have a late start. He was uh, Chuck's old training partner. Yeah. Believe it or not, that Kempo shit. I forgot what their uh, thing was. Yeah, what I mean, was the name of their old uh, camp? What was the name of their old camp? Quest? No, that's Couture's. No. Oh, who <laughs> Iceman? Yeah. What's what's on Randy's Randy's camp? 
Or no, Chuck's, Chuck's old. Yeah, the one with Tiki, right? Uh, Chuck's old camp was called. Um, jeez, that's some old stuff right there. I can't really think of it. Those were like the sponsorship days. The pit? Was it the pit? I think it was the pit. Condom Depot? I think it was the pit. Come on, man. Condom Depot. That was the best sponsor ever. They paid everybody. Oh, you see that joke on the shorts. Straight up. It'll always be the big one right on the ass, too. Exactly. Condom Depot. What was the old boy? You remember the drink? Zion's? Wherever the hell you say it, yeah, all that bullshit. Rich, Rich Franklin commercial. <laughs> Did I miss all that? I've missed the NASCAR shorts. They should bring it back. They should be Venom uniforms with allowed certain amount of sponsors. Yeah, I like it too. I remember like the tattoos where people get the tip the painting on them, like. <laughs> 188 whatever like oh who was the dude that used to uh that used to like get his head shaved and colored in and he had the first day he came in he was like uh rent uh you can rent this or some shit and then he got knocked the fuck out damn you remember when uh reebok first started and sam alvey fucking spray tanned one on him yeah they were like well it's on my body it's a it's a tan so Tried to get away with it, but he got fined. Damn, homie. That boy said, I got negative sponsorship. (laughs) So let's see if they put up the next fight. Or are they still in limbo with it? Would you see? Let's see. Yes. Oh, they're still in limbo with it. Oh, they still don't have a a main? They don't even know who the main event is. Damn, that's kind of suck, considering that you had a... Dillashaw and Sanhagen for the main event. Yeah. And then that that got canceled. And then Diego Sanchez with his issues and everything, that got canceled. But you still got Cowboy on there. So I don't know what they're going to do for the main event. I would assume the Cowboy fight would become main event, but I don't know. They just announced that, so... Give it till tomorrow. It's gonna be hard to put somebody in there as a main event slot. The definition of a fight night, straight up. Just like all regular scraps, three rounders. But the fights (laughs) on the actual card is is good. There's a lot of good fights. This is the day at work where like everybody calls in. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone calls in. Yo, man, it was such a long day because everybody called out. What, what happened yesterday? <laughs> you know, I had a bad single, bro. I got that. <laughs> Stomach is no good. Can't make your ball sick, nasty. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we don't actually have a true event to talk about, we could talk about <laughs> something totally different. Beer and hot dogs. Beer and hot dogs, but Beer no. Hot dogs. Seriously, we could talk about this this upcoming lightweight title fight. Do you mean Michael Chandler fighting Charlie Oliveira? Olives? Yes, Charlie. Uh, Charlie Olives. Charlie Olives. Ooh. Charles. Charles. 
The Bronx. Come on, Charles. The Bronx. The Bronx. Oh man, I I know how I I know who I like, <laughs> but what do you think, man? Like, um, Mark, what do you think about this one? I keep going back and forth on it, but my gut's telling me Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler's just gonna go down there and bully, man. bully him. I but I keep going back and forth because I'm like, you know, I feel like Michael Chandler's gonna try to wrestle him. But the last thing he wants to do is be on the ground with two Bronx. So, I I don't know. I keep going back and forth. But my gut says Chandler's probably going to get a knockout. This is what I got to say. If Charles comes in there with blonde hair, it's it's over. <laughs> it's over, bro. He's, he's super saiyan, bro. It's over. But if he comes in there and his hair is normal – Chandler's gonna uh Chandler might knock him out. Actually, Chandler might knock him out. Michael Chandler does have power. Hey, what, what's uh Black think about it? What do you think? I mean, I was already surprised with the last fight with Chandler because I was expecting Dan Hooker to like deliver a better performance than that. But I'm kind of shook on this one because Wait. oh, I'm kind of shook on this one because um Chandler really showed me that he can actually. Oh, sorry. Just talk loud. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, Dan, the, the fight between Dan Hooker and Chandler surprised me because I was expecting Dan to bring a, more of a fight than what happened. But Chandler shocked me in that fight by how quick he won the fight. And I'm a little shook on this one like because I believe Oliveira can get the dub. But I'm scared of Dan not Dan Hooker, Chandler's power. Like the fight could end like any second with that guy. Like that's what I learned from the last fight he was in. So I didn't really know much about him. But when I saw that fight, it changed my whole opinion about him. So my gut says Oliveira, but I feel like Chandler could pull it off somehow. Um, well. Anytime you got four ounce gloves and you got enough power to, you know, what I mean, you can put anybody out. Anybody can get put out with a shot. Uh, I don't know. Like, I know right now Oliveira has the reach advantage. He's gonna have the advantage. I would assume in the jujitsu department, it's in the submission game. I would assume Oliveira has the advantage. Um, but and he, but he's also not bad standing up. One thing that Dan Hooker has been like, kind of, you know, he he's hittable. He's always been pretty hittable at 55. And every fight he's, even when he's, you know, winning, he still comes out of there like pretty battered. Yep. That's not the case for Oliveira. Oliveira is very slick on the feet. He's really good at using his range. And you're not just going to be able to catch him with like a haymaker. Not just throwing it out there and hoping it lands. You got to set it up, which to Michael Chandler's credit, he did set his shots up well against um, Dan Hooker. He kept going to the body and getting Dan to, to backpedal and retreat, and he went backwards into hooks. I mean, that's boxing 101. Get him on the back foot, let the hook follow him. Um, look, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm, I'm going to go Oliveira in this one. 
I don't know if Chandler's going to be able to finish him, even if he hurts him, even if he hurts Oliveira. But I, I don't even. So, uh, Craig, can you do your job today, please? Craig was like, man, I work part time. But yeah, Brian, keep going with uh, what you were saying. I think Oliveira uh, versus Michael Chandler is very, it's a very intriguing one. I see Oliveira having all the tools to get the the win. I don't really, I, I know he has a reach advantage. He has really good striking. He's good at keeping distance, and I think he'll utilize that against Michael Chandler and like dom either dominate to uh, a 50-45 victory. Or Chandler can get frustrated and turn into a firefight. Now, if that happens, if it, if it does turn into a firefight, and, you know, I think that's where the fight's going to be decided, obviously, because, you know, both when when that happens, it does give Chandler a lot of opportunities for a win because he, he has knockout power. Um, however, he can also be knocked out. We've seen that already in his career. Um, and not in the UFC, obviously, but in Bellator. So, if I mean, I, I think the first guy it was a pit bull that hit him, that knocked him out, or TKO'd him. Um, Charlie Oliveira isn't isn't known for his punching power, but anybody can get knocked out when they're on a counter hit. So it'd be interesting to see. I, I, I don't really see many wins for Chandler except a knockout. And usually, when I feel that way, if that guy isn't some kind of over like that isn't just his nuclear weapon, kind of like a guy like Francis Ngannou or Chuck Liddell, which we mentioned earlier. If it's not their their mainstay, then nah, I'll take the guy who's more technical and has more ways to win. Chandler's very technical, though. He's just an explosive type technical. Since he's hey. so short, he always has to explode in. That's that's what I was just about to ask you guys. How tall do you guys think Michael Chandler is? Five foot four. I was thinking five four. Brian, Manimal. Huh, I don't know. <laughs> five Kev- foot five. Kevin, five eight. Kevin is correct. He's five, listed at five eight. He does not look like five eight when he was uh, standing against Dan Hooker. Unless Dan Hooker's like six four. Dan Hooker's six one. Yeah, Dan Hooker's tall. Okay, that makes sense then. Yeah. Wow. I mean. Charlie Olives is uh five ten, so he's got the reach advantage as well, leg reach as well. It's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a real good one. I, I like I, I like both fighters, and I think this is a, this is a good one. This is, it should be a good good scrap. I'm excited. I'm definitely excited about it. Now, yeah. would you guys prefer this this whole fight card to be in Jacksonville or the one that we actually had? The one we had. I'd say the one that we had. Only just because I was really excited for I was really excited for the Wei Lee Rose fight. So tour. Like I want all those fights. Imagine it was just the main pay-per-view was just five title fights or something. Or we had Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz opening up the pay-per-view. And then Oliveira against Chandler as the second fight for the pay-per-view, and then the three title fights we also had already. Imagine that. That would be fine. Ooh. Imagine yeah, I'm, that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm that would be the UFC going broke. 
No. <laughs> Paying all those people for one card. <laughs> and plus, like, like you said, well, they can just save those names for a card, like a whole card. They could have done all three of those as a standalone card. Yep. Yep. Maybe, Each- maybe not Shevchenko Andrade. Wow. Maybe I think they could have, but I think it was a better idea to put it as a co-main event. Yeah. I don't think that one draws like 400 million, 400,000 buys, maybe. I hey, you know, the UFC is a public stock now. Yep. Yeah. I bought me some shares. I bought a little bit. Got a couple dollars? I got, I got like three shares. <laughs> what is, which <laughs> like three shares. Right it's going up, though. What's the share price right now? Uh, I believe it's at. I can look it up. Thirty sixty-five. It was at I think twenty-eight yesterday. Oh shit! Gotta give me a couple. Give me a couple dollies. Yeah, I just dropped a hundred on them because you can get them fractional shares too. What'd you What'd you buy through? Robin Hood. Right. What's it right from the rest? Before Robbie, look, look. <clears throat> um, there are some intriguing fights this weekend, though, right? Like, I'm curious about Jeff Mac, Jeff um, Neil and Neil, ah, Jeff Magni. I can't do it. Neil Magni and Jeff Neil. <laughs> Jeff Magni. Jeff Magni. There were too many Neils in one. Jeff Magni. <laughs> Jeff Magni and Neil Neil. <laughs> Neil Neil. <laughs> That's a, a good matchup. I think yeah, it's more of a, great a, a test to see where Jeff Neal is. Well, no. Because we know where he is not. <laughs> yeah, he's not in the top five. Nah. I thought um, he looked better. I thought he had a better game plan against uh, Wonder Boy. Nobody has a good game plan against Wonder Boy. Tyron Woodley does. Taiwan. Yes, Taiwan. 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 <laughs> Taiwan. Hey, Taiwan. Tyron, yes. He had a great plan. But he is Stephen Stephen Wonderboy is hard to figure out. That's why I want to see him against Kamaru more than even Kobe. I don't I'm not interested in seeing him versus Kobe again, really. I feel like it's the same thing over and over again. I think this time he's gonna finish him quicker. Yeah. I do too. I don't I don't see it as being like another fight of the year type deal. I think he's gonna get Pieced up. Imagine if Usman started having like crazy kicks. You know what I'm saying? Like, like would, oh my god! What crazy. now? How do you beat this guy? Or he just starts coming out with like some slick uh, transitions on the ground. Like he takes them down and then just does some crazy shit. Takes their back real quick, chokes them out. Imagine if he does that. Like imagine if he just keeps getting better. That's, that's well. That's what we're seeing that right now with his with his hands, because before he most Kamaru Usman was mostly a pressure fighter who threw shots at you, but he was more trying to get you to defend so he can engage in grappling. He wasn't looking to like put you out or you know really he didn't he wasn't planning shots setting shots up. It was more throwing them at you, get you against the fence, and making fights like. A, a, a grind. Now, man, he's setting stuff up, taking shots, and like putting people away. Oh, I didn't realize they were both ranked nine and ten. The Neils. Yeah. 
It's a very fair, even matchup. I feel like both of them are gatekeepers for the top 10. So I don't think they'll ever be mainstays in the top five, either of them. I used to be hype on both of them, but they seem to settle out right where they're at. Like they plateaued. This fight card also has the return of uh, Gregor Gillespie. Gregor Gillespie. After suffering that loss, that head kick knockout to Kevin Lee. <laughs> Wait, he fought since then, right? No. No? Did this fight get no. canceled? I'm not sure what happened to him. But this is his first fight back since then. Ooh, buddy. I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see how well he does. I mean... Because I know he had all that shine going into the uh, Kevin Lee fight. Well, he was 13-0. Yeah, he, he was supposed lost. to be the next dude. Yeah, and he has his, – his, his, his grappling's top tier. He's a really good wrestler. He got subs. He's, he's nice. He's got head kicked. Yeah, he hasn't fought since 2019. Oof, oof. Well, he got knocked out pretty brutally. And that's why I don't know if um, Reyes is coming back that soon. That was brutal, bro. He might be out for a while. Yeah, Reyes might be out for a while. Yeah. At least maybe if if I see him fighting again this year, it'd be November, December. Yeah. I mean, I guess if the right opponent comes along, you got to take it. But I, in, he, probably should, he should take the rest of the year off. In my opinion, <laughs> the uh, Rakic and Yuri fight should be in October – or September, because the title fight with Jan and Glover, I believe, is in August. So if you have those two fight for the actual number one contendership, I don't even know if that's a word, but number one contender fight between those two the following month or after, then you can have these two, the winner of that and the winner of the title fight, fight Super Bowl weekend or something. You got a good fight right there. Plenty of time for these guys to rest up. I, I like it, man. Good, good, good training camp in right after the holidays or something. I think the, there's, there's another couple fights on this card that I'm pretty interested in as well, man. There's two um, heavyweight matchups, Maurice Green and Marcos Rogerio de Lima. Maurice Green is a crazy-looking dude, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got yeah. the uh the little eyes. eyes. Yeah, he got the, the googly eyes, bro. He got the chameleon going on. Bro, he's like six seven. Yeah, yeah. Cool dude, man. Three, three, I like him. I wanna see how that goes. That um the guy he's fighting is really good though. So it's gonna be it's it'd be interesting to see if he comes gets past him. Um two heavy heavy hitters. But Maurice is going to have a huge reach advantage in that one. 6'7 and 6'1. What's the other heavyweight fight? Oh, Rothwell? Yeah, Ben Rothwell and Philip Felipe Lenz. Yeah. Yeah. That one's more of a contenders matchup where um, the both guys can, like, propel themselves to get closer in the heavyweight division. Because, like, once we get past Jarzinho, and we, talk, we already talked, like, a lot about – Chase Sherman and um, Tom Aspinall, the guys who are like right outside of the top. These new guys. No, Aspinall is thirteen right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah top ten. You're right, you're right. 
um, the other the other guys that are filling out that that bubble that are trying to get into the top ten are the guys we just mentioned. Uh, ben Rothwell, we, we know he's been a champion before. He's a vet. Um, yeah, solid vet, and you know, Felipe Lenz, he's he's fourteen and five. You know, we'll see if he can take this win. Get a, get a win over a tough veteran and propel himself forward, or if he gets his little steam let out, because you know, look, you know what fight I want to see though. I want to see Amanda Hebas against Angela Hill. Ooh, that should be good. That should be really good. It's I'm really interested to see how he, re, Amanda Hebas comes back from getting knocked out. Smiley face. Right. I hope she, she bounces back because she had a lot of potential in that division. Yes. I think she, she'll bounce back. She's amazing, too. She has, she has all the skills. Amanda's, like, top tier. But, damn, she got knocked out twice in one night. Mm. She stopped Mackenzie yeah. Dern from all that shit. She did. Because Mackenzie had all that. She had the Disney World hype. She still got the hype going. She's mm-hmm. a, she's a, amazing though. She's really good. So she's I feel like she's gonna be a champion eventually, in my mind. If she can get better stand if she can get a little bit better stand up. Wow, that's her only loss too. Yep. She's gotta get better at her weight cutting too. She always has issues. I think she's been doing good these past few fights, hasn't she? She has. But she does have the nickname of Thickenzie for a reason. Yes. <laughs> the worst was uh, her fake Brazilian accent. <laughs> that was the worst, bro. People online will, are sad. They savages, bro. They find out. They ain't gonna let you have it because they did the same thing with Rose. Because Rose was claiming her like heritage. Like, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. tell me, no, tell no, me no. more. Yeah, would you Rose, like to know more? I believe yes. Rose is Croatian. The Naman Yunus, no, Lithuanian. Lithuanian. Okay, okay. So uh, she has like Eastern European roots, and she was like, Clint repping it like, she, like, my, well, she was basically equating how she doesn't like communism based off of like her country's dealings with communism. She's like, basically, fuck communism. I, I'm all about what America has. My family, you know, left that shit to come to a better time, and what they're doing in China is like bullshit. I don't. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. People giving her shit like you're not even from Lithuania, you know. Like it's it's interesting, man. They you can always find if you got like like um, (laughs) what's your name again? Sorry, your real name is Clarence. (laughs) (laughs) But um, Mackenzie Dern is Brazilian, but apparently, like accents like fake. She don't like she like you know what I mean. And for a long I think time, she grew up in like California, right? And how how many times did we call Jose Aldo Jose Aldo before he was Jose Aldo? A lot. DC still calling Jorge Masvidal George. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's literally still calling him George. But That's you can call him because it, I mean, multiple. My cousin's name is Jorge. But we call him George, Georgie, Jorge. So like, isn't that what Jorge means? Isn't yeah, that George? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, it is. 
Georgie. We call him Georgie. But growing up, it was Georgie. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, as a commentator, you should use the proper. Well, no, it's, it, it, it can change. Remember Vitor Belfort? It used to be called Victor Belfort. Victor Belfort. Victor Gracie. They well, he was Victor, Victor Gracie, Gracie, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. When he fought with the Gracies, they called him Victor Gracie. Then he was like, no, my name is actually Vitor. I lied on my application. I was 16, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I was 16, dog. I just, I, I need to be Americanized. I don't believe him. Believe that shit? Oh, no. He, he was, probably he didn't did. understand what they were saying. He probably just walked in and he's like, they're like, Victor, sure. No, no, they they used the Gracie name to give him like a, a platform. Like they were calling him a Gracie, like you know what I mean, so he can get some get a big fight. But get, uh, get with the UFC. <clears throat> then once he like start knocking people out, they're like, "Oh, you're not a fucking Gracie!" Like you you punch people's <laughs> you punch people's heads off. <laughs> That's not jujitsu. TRT tour. Oh, TRT Vitor was the truth. Oh, he might Dude. be. The, I think he might be the scariest of all the legendary characters, bro. Right. TRT Vitor. Yeah, I think he could have taken down Anthony uh, Johnson. I think he could have taken down Rumble. Technically, he did. I mean, I don't know if he was on TRT, but he did choke out Rumble. Yes. After he, his eye got fucked up. Rumble. Who did he beat? He had three fights while he was on TRT, right? Uh, oh, Rockhold, Bisbing. I can't. Bisbing they're all, they're all in Brazil. Bisbing has a new eye now. <laughs> after after fighting TRT tour, and Rockhold, Rockhold whole life changed. Yeah. Yo, that was his life mission. I want Vitor. Where's Vitor? On TRT, there was another fight. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up because I want to know. I really do. They were. I know they were. That that was a scary looking dude. He, was he on TRT when he fought Vanderlei? No, that was like he was young when he fought Vanderlei. Oh was, yeah. I never oh, forget that, bro. <laughs> oh my god! When he like bum rushed him across the ring, yeah. uh, we were fucking taped up wrestling shoes to his feet. <laughs> Dan Henderson. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I wasn't 100% sure about it. Yeah. You remember he, like, caught him with an uppercut, then head kick. Ooh. That's probably why Dan Henderson got on team. He, like, he oh, could yeah. do it, do it, too. Yeah, Dan Henderson got body. Wait, wait, wait. Was TRT Vitor on that shit when he fought John Jones? And Anderson? No. Pro- probably Jones, because he did rip Jones' arm up. I, I don't think he was on it. At the, that wasn't TRT tour. Like he might have been using it, but he wasn't using them levels yet uh, when he fought Jones. Because he was a superhero. Like, when he was on that shit, yo, he was kicking everybody's head off. For real, literally. Man. Yo, he, he fucking knocked Bigsby's eye out the socket. Oh my god! <clears throat> fucking make uh, he gave Rockhold a new hairdo with his fucking. <laughs> Kick. <laughs> I mean, that seems to be a trend now that uh Rose gave Way Lee a new hairdo with that head. Oh kick. my God, yo, yo. That was a knockout. yo, 
I'm gonna get this shade too, man. What's up? <laughs> I was at a party and I made them put it on. It was a guy that had been in my house for the UFC, so I, he invited me to his house. I was like, "No, you got to put the UFC on." And I, uh, nobody there knew what it was, dude. But as soon as old girl got knocked out, I was running around the table screaming, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was that hilarious. Shit, that shit was nasty, dog. Nasty. Wyman's leg. Yo, I'm still mad I didn't get my popcorn, bro. Yup. Right. Get Is Gabe mad at you too for that? Nah, he wasn't that mad. He was <laughs> disappointed in me, but he wasn't mad. Damn. <laughs> hey, man, they sold out, bro. There's nothing I can do. Why does that sound worse? <laughs> he told me I should have uh, took Jake Paul's popcorn. Yeah, you should have. You should have. You should have boxed them. <laughs> Yo, okay. hey, let's let's talk. Let's you know, talk. I bet you, I bet let's you have, get on that I bet you have a solid chance of getting a fight with Jake. Let's let's talk about that real quick. Why is this young man trying to fight MMA fighters when he should be fighting like boxers? Makes this no sense, because right? Because he knows how to make money. That's why. He's he targeting knows that he fights a real boxer. The MMA shit really well. He's doing the right thing. Yeah, well, I mean, think about it this way: like, even a club fighter would piece him up. Like a club boxer yeah. would piece him up. Right. He's t- he's taking like the well, Ben Askren is probably the worst striker in MMA. <laughs> in MMA, and so no, no, that's facts. It's facts, bro. It's facts. Him and Damian and Maya, they boxed. Basically. That's probably the worst viewing of striking in MMA period. Given I think uh <laughs> Damian Maya submit him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But Damian Maya But Damian Maya's um, hands started to get better. I think Damian right, Maya has a better chance at winning that fight against Jake Paul. Right. But Damian's my okay. The only other person I could say has bad uh, striking for like MMA standards would be Ryan Hall, but his jujitsu is insane. Ken Shamrock, Ronda Rousey. Oh, Yo, bro, Ronda got hands. Yo, no. so young. Knockouts on her record. What you mean? What she you mean? Record. She has knockouts on the record. Her shoulder was touching her ear while she was punching. You know what I'm talking about. Y'all saw yeah. it. I was there. I no, I remember. I remember. Um, Ryan remember? Was, yeah. Petrus Forbes remembers. <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> you're a boxer. Me and me and Kevin were talking about this on the, in the car. Actually, y'all was boxing. Yeah, it's a pure. Oh, we don't want these hands. As a, as a pure boxer, like it's just it's it's more it's more complicated if you took take two guys and go like, all right, you're just throwing hands, boxing gloves, boxing rules. There's a lot of variables that come into play in that. However, it takes a long time to get the refinement that top tier guys have in boxing. Because yes. you're using the same skill set over and over and over again, kind of like a fucking katana, like a you know, it's Yo. that little thin ass blade is strong as fuck because it's refined to the to the fullest. Whereas you take some of these dudes in the MMA, 
they only get bits and pieces of boxing at a time, and then they're using it with with, with grappling and with other strikes. So their their defense they're trying to use is like rudimentary at best, and their offense is rudimentary at best to a boxer. A boxer yeah. like they're like you 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 on you on fucking Windows ninety five, bitch. Like that exactly. that that don't. You know, roll with punches. You have to slip punches. Like even movement, like all types. It's just so technical. It's beyond technical. You have to have. You have to make it second nature by doing it for twenty years. You know what I mean? And then usually the guys that are the best, they come from nothing because they're the most hungriest and they'll eat everybody's dinner plate. And And this dude, Jake Paul, right here, he knows how to promote himself. You know what I'm saying? By talking shit to these guys that he can't, like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, he should be talking shit to boxers because he's trying to, you know what I mean? But he's smart. He's trying to make the dollar. You know what I mean? So, like, so, like I, I see it. It's entertaining as fuck. I just, you know what I mean? And he's getting, I mean, obviously he's getting his fighters chosen, dude. Like, it's all, it's all, it's all in, in the money-making endeavor. This dude's going to make a couple bucks and it's going to fall off after a while. Hey, 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 hey. I also have a fight announcement to make. I don't know if you guys seen this earlier, but I got the notification that said Ocho Cinco is fighting on the undercard of, uh, what's his name, Logan Paul and Mayweather. Mm-hmm. Ocho Cinco will fight uh, another celebrity or fellow athlete on that card. I wonder who. I don't know who he can fight, bro. Does he got like anybody like everybody? <laughs> Yo, he's he's a cool dude. Cool dude. It would be cool to see him go up against another a corner or another receiver. Oh no, yes, a cornerback. Let him go against somebody that used to cover. Who used to cover him all the time? Uh, Leave his island. Oh shit! Uh, Ryan Townsend? Ryan Townsend. So you it gotta be a Steeler, a Raven. Or a Raven. One of those two. One of those two. One of those two. It it could be a Brown. Yo, that'd be sick if it was one of the cornerbacks from uh his old division. Even though didn't he play for uh the Bengals? Bengals. Yeah. Then right, he played for the Patriots like one year or something. Yeah, he played for a few teams for a, a year, but he played for the Bengals for most of the career. Yeah, he yeah he's a Cinco. <laughs> TJ, who's your mama? Yeah. <laughs> How's your vanilla? Yeah, it's like I can't wait to see who he's gonna fight. That's gonna be so hilarious, man. <laughs> but I, I think Martin I guarantee you somebody's gonna be throwing him. I think by just though for the average. Oh, yeah, yeah. The grappling won't be there. It'll be.
they'll be. Oh man, Craig is something else today, bro. Get up, Craig. Come on, Craig. Come on, Craig. What Come you on, doing, Craig? Craig? Come on, Craig. <laughs> hey, y'all rambling Craig. too long. I'll tell you something. <laughs> I, I really feel like, like that's what that's the difference between boxing and MMA, man. Like you can get two top tier MMA guys like, and and market, and it looks really good. But if you take two people who aren't good at MMA, it is not as sellable. But boxing, man, anybody can understand it because you see the guys, you know the rules, you know it's just punches, and it's a little bit more playable. But uh, the reason why Jake Paul, any old boxers or any up-and-coming boxers or even any club fighters, there's levels to the boxing, bro, and he ain't on those levels. The guys even in the gym will probably eat his lunch, bro, pretty easily. Like, he has one fight. A lot of those top guys we hear about, think about, like, you know, the, the top guys of today, right? Let's say you go with um, the Charlo brothers or um, Errol Spence to uh, Bud Crawford. Those guys had, like, hundreds of fights amateur before they even turned pro. You know what I mean? So they're, they're so refined to the point where he, they will play with him. Jones will play with him. Who, you know what I mean? who would you want to put against uh, Jake Paul from MMA, though? If you had Dylan Dennis. No. <laughs> you know no, what? I would, no, no, no. I would like that. We want the unfair advantage. Bro. Who would you put? No, no, no. I, I want Dylan yeah, Dennis in there. Okay. Because I went either way with that. If Dylan Dennis I, somehow knocks out Jake Paul or beats him, we can say that Jake Paul got beat by a shitty fucking striker. But yeah. if Dylan Dennis gets knocked the fuck out, I'm it happy too. Because I would it love is. him to get knocked out too. Damn, Mark. I How wish I was in the same room with you, bro. I wish I was in the same room with you. Damn. I want, I want that exact beer you're drinking right now. Shout out to John Boat. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, bro, nothing would make me more satisfied with that freaky little side shirt they do, then seeing Jake Paul go up against Dylan Dennis, and it's a double knockout. I mean, like, both guys oh, land punches, and they both knock each other out. That'd be the best ever. To me, I honestly, like, I would like to see Connor. I was thinking of him, But old Connor, not, not humble, bald head. I'm gonna try your hot sauce, Connor. Motivated Connor with the haircut. Motivated. How much does Jake Paul weigh? 190. 190. Anderson Silva. Mm. You know, Silva has a pro boxing record. Yeah. Two yeah. and oh, three yeah. and oh. Yo, isn't oh. he? Hold on. He's fighting soon, isn't he? Right, Mark? Mm -hmm. yeah, he's, he's boxing, right? Yeah, he's fighting. Mm -hmm. uh, who was it? Chavez? Chavez no way. Yeah. Oh, no, Anderson Silva. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Yeah, he's he's boxing a real boxer. Yeah. Anderson Silva is like, I ain't playing with that bullshit. I'm going for a real boxer. Come on, dog. Okay. Anderson will body him, bro. Anderson that's, will body a, him. that's a big bite. <laughs> Anderson will body him. Really, I think like any any top tier striker that is good. I mean, and you say MMA, you ask who would I want for Jake. Ball. Do I want him to get barbecued? 
If so, yeah, I'll just beat her. I don't think Anderson will body him. I think Vitor would. Oh, and I think Anderson would too. Anderson would piece him up. TRT Vitor or uh, normal Vitor? I think either version would be fine. Just hands? Just hands. Yeah, just boxing? Because the thing about Jake, did it, did it look like Ben Askren was prepared to fight anybody? Hell no. Nah. He looked like he was ready to go grocery shopping somewhere. Motherfucker. Oh, no, no, actually. He looked like he was about to cut the fucking yard. That's what he looked like. He's about to crank up the lawnmower, bro, and start cutting grass. That's what he looked like. He took off his shirt because it was hot outside. And he, he cracked open a, a Budweiser. Not a Bud Light. Not a Bud, uh, Bud Platinum. None of that. He looked like he cracked open a Budweiser and was ready to cut the, the fucking yard. That's what he looked like. Man just got off the couch from having hip replacement. Like, come on now. No, no, you're right. I, I agree with that part. I know he got, I know he had hip surgery, but he's never been the kind of guy who you're worried about his stand up game in, in, in MMA, which he's like really good at. Man, but, I'm so worried about getting knocked out by Ben Askren, bro. You're like, ah, it happens. I can't, I can't be the first one. At least I made a book. I also don't think he even cared if he was going to win or lose that. I think he was just like, all right, we'll hype this up. I'll take this paycheck. See you later. He got paid. That's what I'm he saying. Got, He's just gonna yeah. ride the roller coaster till it ends. My bad. He got paid, bro. Yeah. He got he really, paid, bro. Well, well, look. If 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 you're gonna say that, then yeah. Uh, if if I want to see a fight that I think it will be competitive, who I would put, who I would throw in there with uh, Jake Paul to see if I. And for me, I want it to be an actual bout. Make it twelve rounds, twelve three minute rounds, a real actual fight, not. Some kind of like exhibition where it's you know two minute rounds or six rounds or eight or some shit like that. Make it no, a real fights because uh they, it puts on their uh professional record. Right. I want to see that if I want and, and if you if I'm gonna pick anybody, um, you know what? I would say Kamaru. Why not? Kamaru already declined that fight. He was offered ten million for that. What? He already declined it. Kobe. Derek Lewis. Just put him in there with Derek Lewis. <laughs> Yo. That man will die. <laughs> Keep it in his weight class. That's our first <laughs> Derek Lewis is 300 pounds. Keep <laughs> <laughs> in his weight class. So 190, 200, right? So in the 190 area. So let's let's think, let's think about all the top ones. Seven. Who would be a better candidate than Masvidal? I was just about to say that. Oh. Masvidal trains with him, so there you go. There you go. 
I mean, obviously, the obvious answer is Tyron Woodley. I yeah, like Tyron. That's the obvious Tyron in that one. So, yeah. I think Tyron makes the most sense. He's currently not in the UFC. And he does have – They can build a power. story with him. Right. It'd be like, uh, like some Rocky and Apollo type shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. You beat my friend, yeah. so I'm coming for you. Oh my god! I'll break you like I break your friend. <laughs> exactly. Some like they can make a storyline out of that. Like how uh, Mara you beat Tyron's it. best friend, uh. <laughs> and now he's here to get revenge. And then they'll play like some evil ass music for Jake Paul's like little intro or whatever. You know, facts. <laughs> I'm I'm about that, man. Look, listen. Give me for for my money. Whoa. For my for my money, bro. I Yo, see him up I thought Kevin was rubbing your back. Just yeah. now. <laughs> I was like, damn, what's going on here, man? Yeah. <laughs> no, I got I have peanut butter on my plate, and Alex is going bananas right now. <laughs> yeah, she looks so happy right now. She's That's like, what I thought too, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like that punch yeah. out. You know what I'm talking about when they rub his shoulder? They make him like feel <laughs> the shit. Man, I I, I, I don't know. I, I think I, I would like to see him against Woodley. I think that makes the most sense. Woodley, because it will be this, a similar disadvantage. I think, you know what's funny? <laughs> I don't think Willie would be that in that that big of a favorite in that because he's. I mean, even though he's got power, his boxing skill. He's, he's a wrestler too. That his technical out. striking isn't as solid as most people would assume. Right, you know, Not boxing. True. I mean, for straight up for MMA. Now, Tyron would kill his dude in the, in the MMA cage. Oh, but for in, sure. But in boxing. I think it's even. I think it's probably even, if not advantage, maybe Jake Paul if he has if he has actual training. If he's going through like no, he's training, that dude is he's taking boxing seriously. I give yeah. him that. He's got the time, the money, and everything to actually train boxing. What? He'll never fight in no cage. Mm-mm. And and beyond that, I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll take on a real boxing threat either. Nah, whether no. it be a legend of the sport or a, um, a club fighter, just like a, a guy that's up and coming, a guy with a real record, like that's not happening, bro. Them, them dudes are. I know guys that are um that he. I know fucking. You know how like they have SoundCloud rappers. <laughs> you know I, mean? yeah. I know some Twitter boxers that are fucking just like body this dude, man. Like, <laughs> like no problem. Like, but he, he would never take that fight. And he he knows they're like those guys like they've been called they've been calling his name since all this shit started like yeah. he don't want no smoke with them boys because they they're legit though they're not gonna be you know winning no belts anytime soon but they'll gladly piece him up. What <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, be there. I think it's easy. Yeah, speak speak a little louder. Oh, what I was gonna say is I think the reason why Jake Paul is doing this because it's easy. Because MMA is like so popular right now, he's just trying to get a name out there so he can get easy recognition. Because most casual people are watching MMA right now, and he knows that, and he knows that none of those guys are training in boxing. Like if I had to see him fight anybody, I was gonna go with Masvidal because Masvidal got that Kimbo background. 
and the buildup would have been dope. Like, as you know, he's been boxing doing that, like, before he got famous. Yeah, I like it. You, I think you're right. You hit on something that that's, that's really the reason why it's, they, it gets so heavily marketed because you're getting two sides of the coin. You're getting the boxing fans to be like, you know, see, I told you my MMA guys can't fucking punch. They can't strike. So they're tuning in and they care. They're vested in it. And then you get the MMA fans who are like, all right, I want this guy to win for our sport. Even though no one in the MMA community thought that Askren is a wizard. They're <laughs> no. him because he is a part of MMA. You know what I mean? Yes. So I can see the po- why it's so polarized. It makes sense. And it makes sense why he would call. I mean, could think about it. Like, let's say I got a fast car and you have a fast car. I got a you have a, a car that's like made for NASCAR track. I got a fucking car that's Indy 500. We both go fast. We both race, but it's a different race. You know, what I mean, it's a different kind of race. And boxing and MMA aren't comparable in that nope. sense. They're both combat sports, and that's where it ends. Boxers mm-hmm. are going to be better at boxing, and MMA guys are going to be better at MMA. It's just that simple. It's two different things. I wouldn't consider boxing. Uh, I'd say it's a contact sport. It has it's very technical. I wouldn't say it's like combat. It is combat, man. Oh, it's definitely it's combat. Definitely combat. combat. <laughs> 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 boxing has legit depth. There's no yeah, other. So does fishing. Fishing no, is not a combat. That's true. The fish are happen. not attacking you back. <laughs> what kind of hard type bowling? If the no, fish had like reels too and they could hook you, then yeah, it'd be a combat sport. Men have died from the results of well, getting punched in the boxing ring after boxing. Yes. Nobody men have died from catching sharks. What's up? Said so men have died from catching sharks. That became That's a different. combat sport. That's different. You lost your life. You <laughs> think this shit is real, son? You lose your life here on these waters. Street sharks. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, seriously, has somebody uh, died from MMA? No, I'm sure. Yes. I'm sure. Probably. I would maybe like in like the lower leagues, like circuits and stuff. Maybe. I'm sure somebody the weight cut count. I would take the under on five. Because I know for sure there's been multiple people that passed away from uh, boxing. No, there was that dude um, that Connor's boy killed. Um, was that an MMA? Did he shoot that him? That was an MMA. Okay. No, he didn't shoot him. He he beat him, <laughs> and then when he went to the hospital, and he knocked him out, and then went to the hospital, and his head, he bled out in his head. What, something was it like Connor's that. friend that died, or Connor's friend? No, Connor's friend killed him. Oh, Ooh, buddy. So, quick Goog says, uh, according to there's been no deaths in the UFC history, however, None. MMA in general, seven deaths in sanctioned fights have happened, and nine in unsanctioned fights have happened. Now compare that number to boxing. Oh, we know that story. <laughs> so overall, 
How old is MMA? That's a skewed. That's a skewed. Twenty something years. Right. Yeah. Boxing has been around since motherfuckers were doing nineteen hundreds yeah. fighting Irish. But we, can, but we can do it from the same span. Say from the last the twenty years of um. Do it from like ninety five till now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's see. Let's go. I think when the UFC came out, 93? 93, yeah. 93, I think. But like I said, more people die fishing. Fishing is the deadliest sport. More people die fishing than any other sport. Oh, didn't some dude get impaled by a... Uh, what was those fish with the... Uh, the Steve Irwin? No, he got killed by a stingray. Oh, oh you talking about a swordfish? Yeah, didn't somebody uh, get impaled by one of them? Or a marlin yeah. or something? Didn't they get impaled by a marlin? I've seen a video. A man in it. <laughs> I've seen a video where it, it it stabbed chick in the chest. It like popped her breast implant. <laughs> yeah, and she survived and everything. How much time you got? <laughs> God damn, dog. It's a lot. It is true, man. All right. So, um, bruh, in 1953 alone, 22 boxers died. But that's 1953. We, we said 1995. I did it from uh, the search um, that I did was from 1994 until now. Like, so 94 to present time. In 94 to present time, I'm scrolling through pages. Oh, I got to the bottom of the page. So, it, it, on um, April 16th, 2000, 2021, nigga, that was like last weekend. <laughs> An 18-year-old was knocked out in the preliminary round of heavyweight bout um, in Poland. He was treated in the ring, taken to the hospital where he died. That was last week. Um, October. Weak genes. He had so, underlying right? conditions. That, that was in Jordan. Here's one in the United States. Um, <laughs> Patrick Day, 2019, October 12th, got knocked out three times. Got knocked down three times in this fight. But like I said, but like I said, more people die fishing than anything. Well, what I'm saying is, if you're comparing combat sports and their deadliness, definitely boxers get the most trauma. Boxing has the most head damage. They get hit repeatedly. Hit repeatedly, yeah. Well, if you want to go with most trauma, look up uh, how many Muay Thai fighters die. Ooh. Oh. And then, Brian, you got to put into account how many people cheated in boxing by taking a oh, pack. I want to no, Let's look at rugby because I think a fair amount of motherfuckers probably died playing that. <laughs> <laughs> Football, too, dog. Oh, yeah. Um, if, we just, if, if we're just going by the metric of did they die or not, yeah, all sports did are pretty you die? Cool, but this is like this is directly one person combating against one person and with rules. And in those two, within those parameters, that one man versus that one man, people die more in boxing than they do in MMA, and it's mainly because it's, it's mainly because MMA is like the fight gets stopped when a guy gets compromised. If you get like knocked down, you get hit with a few follow up shots. That's a wrap. And in fucking boxing, you get knocked down. They count to ten, some random ten count of seconds, and go, "Oh yeah, you know what? That was good. I'm good. Fill my gloves. Yeah, yeah we're good." Good. Like, we'll go fight him again. I'm like, no, he just knocked me to fuck. I can't walk that good. <laughs> Got the stanky leg going on. Don't ever put up matches. And some exactly. of them have pre knockdown rule. 
like a lot of pro fights don't have three knockdown rule. So if you got you get a guy knocked down three times in one round, the fight still ain't over. That's how I used to win on punch out all the time, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> you see that TKO real quick. Yeah. yeah. Got him. Little Mac. I'm just I, I think that boxing doesn't get the respect it deserves. Boxing is fucking brutal. However, now if you're talking about like the application of a fight, obviously boxing has rules that you can't use in, in um, that but boxing has I mean, MMA has rules that obviously you can't use in, in, in um MMA has rules that you can't use in boxing. But on if you talk about the street application, people will automatically assume that a boxer at a disadvantage when look, no, no fucking way. Boxers are so good at spacing, so good at countering that bo most boxers will piece up the average MMA fighter on the streets unless they get in on their hips and take them down. And we all know how do all fights start. Standing up. Standing. You know what I mean? And those guys, I, the reason why I know this to be true is because I remember being in the gym with our boxing coach, and that dude was like 40-something, but he was a former pro boxer. And he would go up again. He was a smaller, not a small guy, but he wasn't like a heavyweight boxer. He was probably about, I think he competed at 160, somewhere in that area. Like yeah, yeah. And you look at him, you wouldn't even, bro, you wouldn't even think that. Be like, all right, he he looks athletic, but you wouldn't think, oh, this motherfucker will like knock me the fuck out. But bro, like, there's been maybe so many times when like we'll get there be guy getting ready to like for a stand up fighter, and he would just be sparring with him, and he would be like days every MMA fighter in a gym. Cause they, they couldn't even fucking hit him. Like they'll be swinging at him, and he's not there. Like they'd be hit, and he's like, "Oop, boop, boop, you are." And he's just throwing like straights and jabs. He's not even trying to knock them out. Like throwing wild haymakers or throwing like combination punches. He's just trying to touch them, and he'll just be like, "Oop, I touched you on your chin." <laughs> <laughs> what if you were getting your ass beat and the dude was talking to you like that? <laughs> Yo, I, I think um, I think I would have to just let you. Yo, that's Kevin Holland, bro. That's Kevin Holland. I touched you. Kevin Holland. That's Kevin Holland, man. When he's on, he's on. You. you are sleeping now. They done figured out his weakness, man. Bro, he's like, you are now tuned in to sleepy time. Guys, let him rest. I don't know. I'll be upset, bro. I'll be, yeah. I cry. Sure, later. But yeah, this I don't know, man. I, I want I want I'll just move forward from the Jake Paul shit and the boxing versus MMA stuff. Wait, hold on. What do you? <clears throat> hey, I, Brian, I got some interesting facts for you, dog. When you were talking about like random sports like fishing, apparently base jumping is the deadliest sport. You think? <laughs> Not very surprising, actually. Uh, I stand, I stand corrected. Swimming? Any sport where you jump off a cliff with a parachute in your hand is probably pretty dangerous. I'm like, what? Look how little box it is. Yeah, 11. Base not, even the, not even the top 10, bro. I was like, what? Not but even the top base 10. shit, though. You want to be extreme. No, no, no. You want to see what they're competing against? Look at base jumpers. Look at dangerous ass sports. Right. 
Ace, Ace jumping bullfighting. Yo. Oh, shit. Oh, Matador ass. Okay. You know what's more deadly than bullfighting? What? Bull riding. <laughs> oh, okay. Bull riding. Eight, eight seconds, brother. Eight seconds. Oh, you get a sword, though, when you fight the bull, right? This one might be a little... No. You get a, a red blanket and a... Uh, a sword. Yeah, right? they, yeah, they stab. Well, they, no. So they give you the they give you these uh these poker things or whatever that stick them. You jab them with about nine of them bitches, and then it gets all bloody and shit. And they, <laughs> yo, this yo bullfighting is crazy, bro. So they yeah they do the ole ole, and then they start stabbing the shit out of like the bull has like nine fucking like javelins hanging out his back. It's bleeding. It can barely fucking move. And then the fucking matador is like, I got a sword. Voila, you're dead, nigga. <laughs> so you don't get a sword at first you get javelins yeah you, the weird team. you sold me on the sport just now <laughs> like i want to watch every event now where can i train it where can i train it spain or mexico fuck this one's kind of obvious auto racing yeah it makes sense motorcycle racing Oh, okay. Makes even more sense. I figured there'd be flip flop. Big wave surfing number four. That's not surprising, actually. Swimming in general. <laughs> you gonna <laughs> die, and if you go swimming, you gonna die. Like fuck. Swimming in general well, is number three. It's it's worse than big wave surfing. So big wave surfing dudes are playing it safe. <laughs> They okay. got a flotation a device. Okay. Okay. But swimming. And um obviously number two, cave diving. You're just asking for it if you're gonna go explore some shit that you don't even know. You get stuck. <laughs> yeah, shit. Bro. Yeah, I can't go back the other way. I mean, <laughs> half that shit is can I fit through here? Like Mario bro, like <laughs> exactly. Yo, yo, you're looking all confused. Like, what happened? Nah, because your body just stays there until it's forever. It ain't, it ain't flying to the bottom of the screen. Your body just stuck. <laughs> you stuck in the cave underwater. Did Waiting for the next you? dude. Like, imagine you're the next dude swimming through the cave. You're like, oh shit, he ain't make it. Maybe I should turn around. No, I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> That's what I gotta move this body out of the way so I can yeah. crawl through there. Exactly. You see some on skeletons. My, on Mount Everest, they use the bodies as fucking landmarks. They can't yeah. get those bodies down. You know what I'm saying? So like when you're climbing up, there's like, hey, that's Fred. Now we can turn left. <laughs> yeah, Fred didn't make it, man. But yeah, here he is, and we yeah. know what happened to him. He just oh, there's a lot of them. Sitting in the ice, like at that moment that he knew that he fucked up. Yeah, Fred. Fred made it this far, so we could keep going. We'll go on the right path. To honor Fred's memory. Fucking Fred, bro. Nah, it'd be like some foreign name, man. It wouldn't probably be Fred. It'd probably be something else. Yuri Prohaska. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Just some dude. He thought he was gonna climb this whole mountain, and he almost did. But this is where he ended up. I mean, they do tours of it now. You can pay people to take you up the mountain. Fuck, and, and they use dead bodies as as landmarks. Right. 
Here you go. Here's one guy that almost made it back in 1952. He almost <laughs> made it up the whole mountain. <clears throat> that's actually a big thing right now because they're talking about all the trash that's left up on the mountain. It's basically turning into a landfill. Oh, wow. of all the people that have been up there, they can't carry that stuff down. It doesn't make any sense. It's more dangerous to carry it back down. So they leave it. So they leave it like hike, hiking trash. Hiking oh, no. trash. Campsites. God, we're the worst. People are the worst. I mean... That's why I was cheering for the coronavirus, but I was cheering for that shit. I was like, come on, hold up. Yo, is anybody else thinking like, like The Walking Dead is about to happen? <laughs> no, I don't think it's going to happen. Shit. I think we need like another 10 years. Yes. I mean, I think the only country to believe that is India right now. <laughs> yeah. Bro. India's <laughs> fucked up right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's coming. Brains. Oh shit, who will get digging? <laughs> I think it's gonna be Woods, the most smoking guy here. <laughs> oh goddamn. Brian, no. <laughs> Taking it like a champ. All right, guys. So you guys ready to wrap it up? Yeah. yeah this was a nice little hang. I was gonna tell you, BJ, to your point. The only contact sport that was listed on that list was boxing. Boxing was the only one to make the top of the list for deaths. Nope. That was the only sport that was legitimately on that list that was for deaths. No football, no rugby, none of that shit. <clears throat> but it ain't got shit on swimming. Can't fuck with swimming, dog. <laughs> Swimming's dangerous. <laughs> You'll dip your ass in the St. John's and good luck. Rip her. <laughs> You crazy? I'm not going in the Pacific Ocean. Like this shit grayer than a cloudy day. <laughs> I'm not going in that fucking water, bro. Like I've lived in Puerto Rico. <laughs> I've seen crystal clear water, bro. I am not getting in this shit. That water, oh, <laughs> suspect, and it's cold. <laughs> All right, guys. So good podcast. Good podcast. Good podcast. Hey man, zip it up and zip, zip it out. And zip it out. All right, fellas. Peace. Craig, you've been booted. He, he ain't going you on. can actually leave this time, Craig. I know. He's like, no, I want to see that. I want to see Craig don't want to leave. Oh, yeah, man. Like, I, make, I make my rules. You know, I'm a bear. I'm a bear. Now he don't want to leave. You want to stick around? Like, I'll, I'll tell you when the goddamn podcast is over. Right. <laughs> Yo, you know what's fucking crazy about bears, dog? They don't give a fuck about us for real. Oh, they don't. Like, obviously. We, I mean, like, if, we, if, we, if a bear saw us, they'd be like, man, shut your ass up. Just- la, 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 la